So I got up her Insta and it said, the button said, follow back. Stop! And I was like, like, my heart would have dropped. Hi, Emmy. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Gift of the Gap. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Yeah. Go my name's do i look in the camera <laughs> you can do whatever you <laughs> want girl. Uh, i'm imogen and i'm the founder of london-based fashion brand imi studios wow so i'm from edinburgh originally mm-hmm. um and yeah i'm just back visiting this week so so but you said you were in inverness i was, was in inverness for? just for a little family reunion inverness. for a couple of days and then came back down yeah. i feel bad because my flatmate's from inverness but it's like 50 years behind the rest of the world <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> it is just the place we were good. staying at was a bit like that. Not yeah, there, but it, yeah. you know what? It's cute. We were in that outfit, kind of. I wasn't, but I actually I went to the dump right before this, and I was wearing this outfit. I was definitely the most extra-looking person at the Sight Hill dump for sure. <laughs> I love that for you, so let's talk about fashion design because let's do it. This is what you do now, full time. Yeah. How old are you? 23 24 in two days and you literally have your own brand yeah it's mad <laughs> let's start from the beginning where right. did your love for fashion come from so i've always been super creative and i've always loved like expressing myself creatively even when i was younger my mom says i was like the one kid that i would refuse to wear anything she picked out like i would literally go mental being like i'm not wearing that like I, I'm wearing this, this, and this. Like, I was so adamant on like what I was wearing. I would dress myself from when I was like three, <laughs> maybe not three, but, um, and yeah. And then as I grew older, I just like loved art, making stuff. Um, I had uh, tortoise when I was younger and I would literally make like these huge like assault courses for the tortoise, <laughs> like out of cardboard boxes and like cereal boxes and stuff. So I was always super creative. And then when I was about 16, I decided that I wanted to go specifically into fashion. Um, and so that I was, was during school yeah so that was during school and um I've always like while I was at school I was always kind of like thinking quite far ahead like I was kind of desperate to leave like desperate to go out into the real world did like did you not really enjoy school that much I did I enjoyed it but I just to be honest I was probably a bit arrogant when I was at school like I when a lot of people are <laughs> Jesus Christ I'm <laughs> such a weak like honestly when I look back I'm like God. and I yeah, also get so cringed out like, uh, <laughs> like why did I behave like no, that no, I used to literally like have tw- like public twitter fights with people being like like being like I'm gonna meet you at West and McDonald's at two on Saturday like <laughs> like when I was like 14 and I'm, now I'm just there like oh my god I would literally throw up if I did something like that no of course I didn't <laughs> like five foot two like there's no possible way but oh my god the stuff Wait, that- I didn't ever behave like that I was not I, honestly tell me about I was unhinged like and I just I just did all this like chaotic shit that I would just absolutely never do that and I'm just like Fighter oh to my fashion god designer. Yeah, I know Fuck me um yeah i was it was absolutely unhinged like the stuff like me and my friend group would just like say and do and tweet like just like like, literally so bad like i literally can't believe it i I actually could not be more different now like in some respects you grew Um, up exactly um but yeah and also whilst i was at school i literally i don't know if it's because when you're at school and you're in that specific environment like it's very easy to have successes so like in academics like I did well like if I wanted to win the art prize like I won it like is in oh god that sounds like it's so far my house but it's in like it's so easy to achieve stuff and I thought that would carry on like throughout my life so I literally at school at 16 was like 
oh yeah I'll literally be the next Alexander McQueen by the age of 25 like it would be so easy like I did not know like I hadn't failed enough like for sure and as soon as I left school it was like a shock like completely because it was just like rejection 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 like failure 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 and it was like just not how I anticipated the real world to be at all that's why I think it's so important to fail like when you're younger to build up that resilience because I don't think I had enough of that so you were really in a bubble really for sheltered. sure 100- you were yes man by a lot of people for sure yeah mm-hmm. and yet sheltered as you said like yeah. no idea like how this industry would actually be yeah. yeah so but you loved fashion all the way through school and everything and then so you're talking about these failures yeah so that was going to uni that you didn't get into universities or what was that yeah so the first kind of like big failure of my life was um basically when I was 10 years old I decided I wanted to go to Central St Martins which is like the best like art school <laughs> well, in the world. literally when 10. I was 10 I heard about it when I was 10 I can't I think my mom like told me about like this uni Central St Martins and I started going around like telling everyone I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go there. Like when I was in P6, everyone's like, oh, Amy, like she's the one who wants to go to Central St. Martin's. Like, I thought it would be smart to like, every, every half of fucking like West, Lo- like East Lothian, no, where the, Midlothian, for fuck's <laughs> sake, I've been in London too long. Midlothian like knew that Amy wanted to go to Central St. Martin's. Um, and it was literally like my absolute dream. At first I thought I wanted to do art there. And then when I was 16, I was like, nah, nah, I wanna do fashion. It's like basically like the hardest uh, fashion school to get into. Um, and because people from my school had gotten in the past, I thought it would be like easy to get in. Like I worked super hard. Like I was, the teachers would tell me like, your work's amazing, like all this stuff. So yeah, you were being really I, yes man. I, exactly. Sort of and I was literally like, I'll have, I, I didn't even th- really think about the thought of getting rejected. Like really? I just assumed I would get in. That's how like arrogant I was oh, at that Jesus. age. And then I just remember, um, that must've been hard for a kid though. Like it was I, tough. I'm not thinking like oh jesus like what an arrogant kid i'm thinking more like that poor kid like that's just gonna yeah. hit them, like a ton of bricks exactly and like yeah reality definitely hit me like quite quickly mm. as soon as i left school um and i realized that yeah this industry was going to be like very very hard to navigate mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so I, I got rejected and i just like i literally wasn't expecting and i i felt so embarrassed because i had to then everyone kept asking me have you heard yet have you heard yet like have you got in have you got in and then I had to basically tell everyone no I didn't get in and one of my best mates got in and it was kind of like a whole thing and bless her like like she's like really really talented as well but it was just there like I felt embarrassed like and then she probably felt awkward because she knows that everyone's been chatting about me wanting to get in for years and years and years and she's there like oh god sorry and I'm like no no don't be sorry like I don't know it was definitely like it was a big big reality check for me but I did something really psycho. Tell me. After I heard, I didn't get in. This is how kind of like, like I'm a nutter, like in the sense like, (laughs) I'm so single-minded and like stubborn, like, and like, I'm super ambitious, but also like, sometimes it's like, bro, just, just fucking chill out. Like be like a normal person. I basically, when I heard I didn't get in, got my portfolio and went down to London to St. Martin's. And then I uh, stood outside for eight hours managed to find somebody I knew who was in the uni who let me in through through the doors, sat outside, uh, found the office of the guy who was in charge of like the course I wanted to do, sat outside his office for hours. And then he came, he like came in and was like, hi, like what, what are you doing? And I was like, hi, I've just been rejected. Like, I would you go through my portfolio with me? Like, I, I really, really would like some feedback. And at this point, like I thought, oh, maybe they'll like see my like dedication and 
say that like I'm fine to come anyway I literally had like a sheet of all the criteria of like the university's like portfolio criteria and I'd got a green pen and like annotated the entire sheet with like everything that I'd done because I was like green pen that that's like signified if it was a red pen it'd be like do you know I mean like that yeah. fucking psych- psychology of like oh it's a green pen she's done all that so I was thinking <laughs> of all these things uh he went through my tour he was so lovely he was actually Scottish oh. he went through my whole portfolio and I was like please like maybe they'll change their minds and he was like look like there's no chance we can like accept you but you gave me feedback and I was like right fine like I've got the feedback left went away so sorry wait what was the feedback what what went wrong so essentially I'd I don't know it's, it's kind of a mix between like it's it's so hard with art courses because it's so subjective and some unis want like loads of work some unis want less like basically some artists want less quantity of work they want you to be selective and like choose what's great I just thought it would be a good idea to put in everything I've ever done on these really really busy pages like looking back I actually see why I didn't get accepted because although you could see that I had like skills and I was able to like develop ideas and I was like creative and stuff like it was just absolute chaos like I just put basically everything and the kitchen sink mm-hmm. like into this portfolio because mm-hmm. I was trying to show them like like how much extra work I'd done and all these things uh when actually I should have just like edited that was Uh that was the big thing and I actually took that on board and then I basically got into um London College of Fashion and Kingston which are great unis but I just didn't want to go I was like I don't want to commit to a like three-year degree and then not be able to go to St Martin's so I ended up like I basically had no I had no plan for the next year because they told us really really late as well so I didn't have any time to like apply anywhere else so you were so dedicated to getting yeah that's like like the dedication you literally got into the other colleges and you're like nope yeah exactly like that's what I'm saying I'm I'm a sociopath like that (laughs) I just no I yeah respect the dedication so fair yeah I was not expecting any of this when you came on today I was like really nice you know chill no no I'm like chill girl I'm psychotic literally like if I want something like I'm like fully gonna go for it and like yeah it's then I basically ended up finding a course in Milan that was a one-year course and it was like an intensive style course um, and you could apply late for it Mm -hmm. and so that kind of meant that like it was almost like a three-year course like like squashed into a one year so it was full-time like nine till five or like uh 11 till eight every single day that's intense and to be right that's I was like that sounds good (laughs) that's about me I want intense (laughs) (laughs) um so I applied for it got into that and I was like right I'm gonna go do that for a year so you went and lived in Milan yeah wow. for a year so yeah, I actually loved it um but I spent I I literally again firstly psycho 100% attendance <laughs> literally the biggest gimp ever and uh also I literally went on two nights out the whole year because on Fair. top of the work I was doing for like my course and I obviously wanted to do well and stuff but like I was still working on my like brand new portfolio for mm-hmm. St Martin's to reapply um, and what I did was, uh, God, I'm literally such a nutter. Like everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> chill the fuck out. But like, what I did was, um, I basically managed to con- like find like ten people on the women's wear course that I wanted to get into um, through like friends of friends because I knew people at the uni who like knew someone, and I literally sent them all my portfolio and I was like, "Critique me, like tell me, like because." I felt like I had like the skill level and I had the ideas and I had the talent, but I needed to make sure it was presented in a way that the uni would like. So I really, really like tried to do my market research and like find out, like get as much feedback as I possibly could. Um, 
got an interview, got down to the last like 24 or something, rejected again. <gasps> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when was this? So this is whilst I was in Milan. So, so when were you in Milan? So that was 2018, 20, I left school in 2017. So then oh, that was straight after school. Okay. Um, yeah. And then it's weird because then that summer I was just posting all my work online and then that's when I got approached to do Vancouver Fashion Week like whilst I was still there in Milan uh, but I was just about to finish so then that summer I went home got a job at the Nike store in Craigleith and just worked on this collection for like three months and then at the end of summer um yeah went over to Vancouver and showed that and then whilst this was all going on by the way uh, I was actually reapplying again (laughs) and I got pied again (laughs) They have pied, possibly. Oh the most dedicated God. person. I'm just saying, like, guys, like, I'm literally being so keen right now. Like, please, like, give me I'm a chance. I'm desperate. Literally, who's like that need to start? I love you. Let like, me in. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I got to leave that. I was like, I'm not, I'm not meant to be. <laughs> She's not meant to be. I was like, I'll just leave that. Yeah. <laughs> So, that's, um, so no more reapplying to St. Martin's. Maybe I mean I, I'm maybe one day when I've like got the money I might do a masters there. You never. Well, but also I not. think fuck them. I know I know. It's, like sorry, how do they not see your potential? You're so talented. That's really shit. It is so hard because like I get it. Like it is so subjective and like you have to show basically like all of your ideas. I bet like, three certain, times, babe. I know. Yeah, that's it. Come on. Do you know the third time I I I didn't put in as much effort to my portfolio as like I mean, the first and second because I was a bit like fuck that's yeah. so understandable I would literally like yeah. I, the fact you did it three times yeah please <laughs> let this go <laughs> I'm begging you I literally showed up and begged at the door here thank god that guy was Scottish maybe he was like oh this wee Scottish lass come down from yeah he was loving he was like what route did you take down and I was like he loves me I was like I've got this like, I'm glad bless him like I even like took his email and I was like emailing with him um afterwards like sending him my portfolio and he was like obviously I can't like definitively say like give you like feedback uh-huh. but like just make sure you're like, doing this and I was like right thank you thank you thank what you. route did you take yeah. <laughs> he's like did you take the bus and I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I've got it I've got it I've got it so and patched again yeah Jesus Christ so yeah I've, I've I've got the insatiable desire is there but um yeah you've got I mean, the dedication but as I said that's kind of like I just was not expecting any of that mm-hmm. and I think it was really good for me especially because I start ended up starting my own brand like yes. even then after mm-hmm. when I was applying for jobs it was just like rejection 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 like no reply no reply no reply so that was the big shot for you coming out of school having all these achievements to be in that slapped left right center constantly the fact that you kept going it's just incredible it was tough as well because think about it like all my mates are at uni like having the best time Mm -hmm. and i'm basically like come back from line like move back in with my parents like none of my mates are in edinburgh and i'm just like what am i doing and like i'm the kind of person like i i've got like that ambition i need to be like the, the lowest points of my like personal life have been where when I don't have something to work towards like I have to be moving forward like I have to be like have something to achieve so when I'm like I moved back to Edinburgh and I'm like fuck like it's like a step what am I doing like applying for these jobs not getting anywhere like living with my mum and dad getting rinsed by my brothers because I'm still living at home like every day they're like you fucking loser and I'm like yeah like like, banner like like oh my god R.I.P. um but then yeah uh, at the same time obviously I was in a very privileged 
privileged position that I was able to move yeah, back home because I realized not everybody no, has that not kind of, of opportunity. Um, and then once lockdown hit, because essentially I was I wanted to start my own brand, but because I hadn't really been fully like trained up in sewing, pattern cutting, all these things, like I had basic knowledge, but it wasn't like good enough. Um, I basically didn't think I would be able to start a brand because I didn't have any money to put into stock, like a manu- like getting stock manufactured. So I was like, I would have to make it myself. My level's not good enough. Like I'll just apply for other jobs. Like I didn't really know where to start. I feel mm. like starting is like the hardest part. Um, but you can always find an excuse not to do something. And then when lockdown hit, I was mm. like, right, no like I've got no excuses. Like this is like, as if this has happened at this time for me. Like I literally remember, this sounds like, this, this sounds like bullshit, but it's, it's true. Um, I remember I basically was at home for a year working as a nanny, which kill me now. Like I literally- I was a nanny too. Really? I'm not, I'm not good <laughs> with kids. I'm not good. My, my like little cousin comes up to me, he's like six and he's like, chat, I don't know, just sit. And I'm like, you're right, bro. Like what's happening? <laughs> like I just, I just don't know how to like communicate with kids. Like it's so bad. Um, so I did that. Like obviously wasn't like, was having a bit of identity crisis. And then, um, went and interned for a year unpaid but obviously I'd saved up money like because I was lucky enough to live at my parents house for a year interned in London unpaid but then my internship ended intern in London unpaid yeah it's insane like that's literally shocking it's insane full time as well like no expenses covered yeah it's insane like you but you have to have that dedication to keep going with that because when there's not that incentive of money yeah like I just want this so bad that I will do it for free yeah exactly and like that's exactly what it was but also it's you kind of feel guilty because you're there like people couldn't only do this if they can afford it yeah which is so messed up but lockdown must have like in a way like obviously lockdown was like really really shit time but for you it was kind of a blessing in disguise well so that's the thing so i remember my internship had finished and i'd booked to go home in like a week after my internship had finished just for two weeks like booked to come back to edinburgh and like low-key i wanted just to move home because i was like i want to start my brand like all this stuff but I was like, I just feel embarrassed. Like, I can't move back home again. Like, this is so, like, I actually just felt like I was caring too much what everyone else thought. Mm-hmm. So I basically had these plans to move in with like my cousin and my boyfriend in London. But I just like, I didn't even have a job. And I was like, Fran- I was doing like picking up shifts on, um, there's some app where you can just pick up random shifts. At, like yeah. I was working at like Topshop, like Oxford Sheet, like for a day, like all this random stuff. And like, honestly, I was so anxious and stressed because like, I am this ambitious person and everyone at school was like you're gonna do so well and then I'm here like everyone's at uni and I'm trying to pick up shifts at Topshop Oxford Street like not that there's like anything like wrong like with that but it just was not what I like envisioned myself doing. You had all this pressure from like your peers and people yes manning you your home life being like you're gonna go so far and you didn't take that traditional path where you thought exactly so I'm gonna go to uni and then this 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 and this like you got just completely thrown another direction like yeah. you were I can't even fit into words like yeah you, this is not what you expected no, it was not oh, like bless it, was, it was not at all and it was hard but like as I said like I'm so glad I went through that and like when lockdown did hit it was like I was just about to go home for these two weeks and my dad kept saying like he put this my dad's like I, he's like a prophet or something he put this massive message in our group chat when covid had like just started in China and stuff and he was like this is going to be huge like I'm telling you we're all going to go into lockdown it won't be over for like over a year like all this stuff and we were like nah 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 shut up shut up like definitely not definitely not and he was like when you come home he was like do not sign a lease for a flat in London he was like don't he was like come home he was like this is going to be like 
bigger than like anyone's like anticipating um because he like he reads the economist and stuff like um but yeah so I literally was like I, I basically had like a mental breakdown for like two weeks after my internship finished like I couldn't stop crying I was like in such a state I was like I don't know what I'm doing with my life and I literally said to my boyfriend like I just need like something external to like happen like do you ever I don't know if this is like if this is relatable or not but ever at school were you like on the way to like an exam or like you had a big test coming up or something and you're like oh I'd love if a car could just really lightly brush me like oh, just like, completely not like not like not like knock me down yeah but I, would, just I like, don't want to die but I yeah. want something to happen like just enough just, where I can dip out of this exactly like something tragic yeah maybe. exactly like just I little, just got mm. my dad to get cancer so that was uh. great <laughs> now here we are <laughs> That was my external thing. Yeah, it's, it's a good excuse to be fair. Which was really shit because I didn't want that. I just wanted to be, you know, like... Yeah, the car would have probably been... Hit by a bus just yeah, over just a little slightly, bit. Maybe just, break an arm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I got uh, a death, so here we are. Yeah. Anyway, back that. to lockdown. <laughs> Apologies for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then I was like, I went home and then I stayed home for basically like, I don't know, maybe a year and a half. Were you working during lockdown? So I was doing freelance work. So while I was interning, I was also doing freelance work, which was to make money. Like which what, was, what was um, So I was working for a couple of brands, both Scottish-based brands. Love. Um, really small like brands, just kind of startups. And um, just doing like design, sewing, social media, basically just a bit of everything, trying mm-hmm. to make a bit of money. Definitely wasn't charging enough for my time, but that's like another point. Um, so I was literally coming in from my internship at like 11 12 at night because they overwork you to fuck and they take the piss um and I was on my sewing machine to 3 a.m doing freelance work like it was insane like it was so that's obviously another reason why I basically had this like bit of a breakdown for two weeks because I've just been been so run down exactly exactly um so yeah so then I kept doing that when I went home freelance work made some scrubs to the NHS um and basically started like a scrub group which was actually really useful because although it just sounds like I don't know it doesn't sound like that hard to manage like I basically was managing like 50 seamstresses across Scotland and I was like I was like I've actually like built like a network of like seamstresses which could come in useful for me um like especially like retired people who have like a lot of time Mm. and stuff like that who might want some extra money like during lockdown so it's like okay right that's interesting and just kind of like organizing the logistics of everything was interesting and then I was just like right like I mean stop taking the piss like you want to start a brand your sewing level's not good enough so you just need to make your sewing level good enough otherwise you're never going to start your brand because you don't mm-hmm. have any money so that's when I literally practiced sewing like every single day for about three months uh got all these pattern cutting books YouTube basically just taught myself got like an overlocker and then I was when I felt like I could create products that were actually like well made that's when I started Emmy Studios so wow yeah finally that is so impressive but it was i went the long way around for you sure did. it wasn't yeah it wasn't an easy path like i think you seem to forget you're still only 23 24 in two True. days but like you've come so far from being that psycho that went down to london and stayed outside that guy for eight hours yeah yeah to this to starting that like the fact you taught yourself all of this so like you said, lockdown, bit of a blessing in disguise. You managed to bash this. Like, you did all of that. Like, that's insane. And now you've got Emmy Studios. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Was Emmy Studios, like, the name just you're like, fuck yeah, it. Not gonna the lie. Like, Imogen. I didn't fucking know what to call it. That's the thing <laughs> I was thinking for ages. Because when I did, like, um, a couple of Fashion Week shows, 
I called my brand like Imi by Imogen Evans and then I was like nah, that's shite like I basically just put it on Insta because I was like who do I think I am like fucking Mark by Mark Jacobs like <laughs> like what <laughs> and like no one really got the name and everyone kept getting the name wrong and I was like I, I knew it was a shit name and I was just like hmm I need something that like down the line it's because thing is also I was trying to decide whether I wanted to be a designer like my label is Imogen Evans or whether I wanted to create a brand and it's weird because when I was interning and stuff I recognized that there were people who were so much better at, at design than me so much better like pattern cutting tailoring all these things but something that I do have is like I do have business acumen and I'm also good I'm really good at socials so I was like right now I'm gonna create like a brand and like that's why I wanted to call it Imi Studios because I was like it's to do with me but like later down the line like it doesn't mm-hmm. it's just it's a nice sounding word like do you know what I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be like my name so yeah I mean not the most inventive name but yeah well it's it what it is it's the point it's nice I like <laughs> exactly, it exactly yeah and when I've mentioned it to other people I'm like Emmy Studios come on my podcast they're like I know her and I'm like love yeah it. too right she's got all the oh, buzz loves it so see your outfits all of your pieces mm-hmm. where's the inspo from that because this hat actually I won't even acknowledge the fact that I'm wearing this amazing yeah. hat <laughs> like where did this come from it's hard because I always get asked that and back in the day all my collections used to have such like deep context behind them and like mm-hmm. all this stuff but now I don't know if partly it's because I am so stretched for time like constantly so I don't have time to like have this big like creative awakening and yeah. like do this really really in-depth development it's genuinely like being completely upfront. everything I make is just stuff I absolutely love like I'm my own customer so it's just stuff that I want or I think I've not seen or just things that I think would look really sick. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like, it doesn't sound like that interesting of an answer, but that is just the reality of it. Yeah, but you want to be able to like love and wear your own outfits too. Yeah. And like, that can come later down the line. Like, yeah. once you have a little bit more time in your hands, but yeah, exactly. by the signs of it, you don't seem to have any time for yourself. Because mm. <laughs> I actually wanted to come back to like all the, like the journey that you've been on and like, the constant work in the internship, being in Milan, applying for St. Martin's, like all of this. Do you, did you manage to like enjoy like your early 20s? Like you're still like, you're literally about to turn yeah. 24 in two days. So you're still in your early 20s. But like, it sounds like you just grafted. Like, did you ever get to like sit and like chill a bit? I mean, it's hard because for me, like my happiest is when I'm actually like, as I said, like working towards something. So I found it really, like, I did really, really struggle before I started my brand. But it's weird, like, so me and my boyfriend started going out before I started my brand. And the difference in just, like, my demeanor and just, I, I, I'm just so much brighter and lighter and, like, happier, like, as soon as I started my brand. And I was like, cool, I've got direction. Like, I know what I'm doing. I'm putting my all into this. And, like, that's so what I needed. Mm-hmm. So although, like, yeah, my social life, like, is pretty non-existent and, like, I think when you start a business like your relationships and your social life kind of have to give which is people don't really want to hear that but it kind mm-hmm. of is true um it's like I, I am enjoying like what I'm doing so yeah if it's what makes you happy you know like if you like no one really can tell you that you're wrong do you know what I mean yeah. everyone's journey is going to be different exactly so, like do you stay with your boyfriend now in London no 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 I, I'm literally moving next week but I'm currently staying with my cousin Okay. I'm moving in with one of my mates. And speaking of, so now you now you live in London. Yeah. What made you choose to go to London then? To just pitch up ten outside St. Martin's. Yeah, yeah exactly. sure you I just up. wanted to be closer to St. Martin's. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still a chance. <laughs> um, no, uh, I mean, 
obviously like for work it's like great like I mean I work from home but it is great to be in London because I do work with like influencers or even just things like going to fashion week and like all these things like it's great but also every single one of my mates lives down there my boyfriend lives down there like got family down there your life is there yeah it kind of just works for me I don't think I'll live there like forever but right now it's yeah it works do you think that Scotland's really limited when it comes to fashion I think Scotland has so much potential. That's the thing. Because Thank you. Yes. It has so much potential and everyone just shits on it. Like, bro, like, there's, like, so many more millions of people in London than the whole of Scotland. But, like, Scotland produced so much talent. So many designers, photographers. Like, I know mm. so many talented creatives from Scotland. Um, and I think the sad thing is, is that we all just moved down to London. I was going to say that. And if that. we all stayed, there'd probably be more of a scene. Um, but, yeah. Because I, I love Scotland so much and it makes mm. me... Like, I thing is, I understand why you would move down to London. There's more opportunities there. There's yeah. more chance for people to, like, grow a bit more. But then, like, we get, we leave Scotland behind. And that makes yeah. me really sad. Because no, I, I agree. So like, much. my heart is in Scotland for oh, sure. always. I just always. fucking hate the cold. Yeah, the cold <laughs> Even though, I mean, London's not much better. But, yeah, like, unless you get a bit hot in the it, summer. Like, once global warming hits, Scotland's going to be... Ah, we're going to be cushy. We're going to have orange trees it's growing out of It's going to be so good. Everyone's going to want to come here. <laughs> Kelvin Grove Park, lemon trees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, like it's it's just it's sad because I don't think people are giving it enough of a chance. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. Do you think you'd come back up here then? Yeah. Oh, so like you're really sad. Is your boyfriend well, Scottish? Sorry. Is your boyfriend Scottish? Yeah, he's from the borders. He's from the borders. Um, What's his accent like? You're right. Have <laughs> him. No, I I always do the impression. I'm just like. All right, you like, and he's like, I don't speak like that. I don't speak like that. And then his impression of me is like, hello. Like, um, uh, any chance you could help me find the central area? Like, like he's like doing that of me. And I'm just like, right. so we obviously exaggerate each other's accents a bit. He makes um, like, like we bam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah, he's from, he's from Kelso. But um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't move up, back up anytime soon, but I think eventually, yeah. Probably. What does your boyfriend think of all your funky fashion? I mean, he, he must be it. buzzing for you though. So he actually, I met him because he started a brand. His background's in sustainability, and he started a brand making like uh, jackets and like accessories out of tents left at festivals. That's sick. Yeah, but the only problem was like he didn't really know anything about fashion. So like he basically hired me freelance to come in, and I did like all the socials, all the design, like all the sewing, and then we ended up. Seizure your boss. Yeah. A bit dodgy. Lawsuit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And yeah, and I mean, he ended up, he's not got the brand anymore because there wasn't a lot he could really do in the business, he realised, because like, obviously, he's like, he knows so much about sustainability. I love the concept, though. That's incredible. Yeah, it's a concept, for sure. Like, he did some really, like, cool stuff with it. Um, But yeah, now he works down in London as well. Speaking of sustainability, yeah. I want to get nice. into all of that. That's a great link. Thanks. You're a podcast host. You know, you know, like, I love when people come back and they're like, I love that. I'm like, I love the transition <laughs> to um, Speaking of sustainability, so I wanted to just bring in my own experience. Not that I'm a fashionista, but I used to work for a, a company, well, a brand within a company. Um, and they, so they own all these different brands and, like, I didn't even know this before I started working there. But, they this specific brand that I worked for was all about sustainability, being environmentally friendly. But it's the biggest load of bollocks yeah. and greenwashing I've ever experienced mm. in my life. Literally, because see when when I like first applied to work there, they were like, um, I said to them, I was like, I literally love your values. Like I'm all about saving the planet. Like who isn't? I don't want to die, and I don't want my mm. future grandkids to die because we've made an arse of everything. 
And they were like, yeah, we'd love that. And I was like, genuinely, a huge fan. Then I'm on deliveries, plastic after plastic yeah. after plastic. Literally, and like every label had about 50 bits of paper on it for like a pair of sunglasses. Like I've never been so shocked at something in my life, like total greenwashing. Yeah. What are your thoughts on brands profiting on greenwashing? I mean, it happens all the time. You have to be so careful. And it's actually good that I've got my boyfriend to kind of like get his opinion on stuff because he knows loads about like sustainability. Because for example, um, you can get uh, yarns and like fabrics made out of recycled bottles. But what companies do is that they'll produce like 500, uh, 500 plastic bottles to make them into yarn because it's cheaper than like collecting. And then they'll say, this is made of recycled plastic bottles. So there's so many things like that that go on. You have to do your research. You have to be so, so careful about like who you work with, what materials you work with, all this stuff. But I think like, I used to label my brand as like a sustainable brand and I don't do that anymore because I just try and be as transparent as possible with my audience. Like as a consumer, so I don't buy any fast fashion. I'll buy like, unless it's from Depop, I buy like a few things from Depop, but other than that, I just I buy like- I always buy secondhand if I yeah. didn't do anything that's slightly fast fashion. Yeah, you know I mean? like if you're, if you're doing a bit of like a sporadic purchase, which I try not to, mm-hmm. but if I am doing that, it'll always be secondhand, like in case like I end up not, using it or wanting it in like a year or whatever mm-hmm. um but i basically just buy like one or two pieces per year like i'll buy maybe from a independent brand or a more expensive brand um and just like really value that piece and i basically just get nervous as a consumer like i can't trust who i'm buying from like mm-hmm. am i going to trust like that they're actually being ethical and all this so what i try to do is like i just put myself in the shoes of like my customers and i just try and be as transparent as possible so i do say things like i could be doing more like we sometimes use plastic-based materials, like it's true, mm-hmm. but we literally don't have any plastic in any of our packaging. When our stuff gets shipped from our manufacturer, it's all, none of it is in plastic, no cellophane, anything. It's all in uh, cardboard boxes. Um, and we also just try and minimize waste every which way we can. So the manufacturing facility I've found, um, they have really low MOQs, like minimum order quantities, which means I can basically like test like a batch of products release them and then i don't have to order like 500 of something which some factories make you do then you end up having waste and you have to do Uh a massive sale and all this so yeah we definitely we've gone from i was like making everything to order for the first year and a half um and that was like a really sustainable way of doing it Mm -hmm. but i've like said this to my audience as well like i want to scale like that's just the truth like i do want to scale but i'm gonna do it as like mindfully and as ethically as i possibly can you can't like like it's never going to be completely clean do you know what yeah I mean? exactly and also like fashion sustainable fashion is like oxymoronic is that word oxymoron it's an oxymoron like fashion's about consumption so unless you're doing what like my boyfriend used to do where it's like a circular system where like you're making fashion directly from waste mm-hmm. that's sustainable but if you're producing clothing that isn't from waste then like yeah it's not really sustainable like you can try and be like more sustainable but you're not, a, it's not sustainable fashion. Like, there's no really such thing, in my opinion. Yeah, completely. It's so interesting that that's what your boyfriend did. Yeah. Like, it's, do you think he'd ever go back into that again? Not into the fashion industry, but I think he'll definitely start his own business again. Like, he's always wanted to have his own company. Yeah, no, that is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I never even, like, I love the concept of that. It is a shame because there's not really much else that you can do with that afterwards. Yeah, it, it was just, it was, again, it was so hard to scale that because yeah. you had to obviously go to the festivals like chop up the tents in a specific way and you couldn't each piece was one off which was great Mm. but people were only willing to pay so much for that type of fabric and then they're all one-off pieces so it was definitely like 
a hard business i think to navigate but he obviously learned loads from it and he's he's ended up doing really really well like in sustainability yeah of course i've got another transition for you let's hear it speaking of a one-off piece Oh. let's talk about doja cat not <laughs> me you're too smooth i know i just like to prepare okay, doja let's cat talk about it. i've been wanting to ask you about this okay like ever since i knew we were gonna do an episode together i was like this is exactly what i'm wanting to talk about well apart from, and also the fact that you're a girl boss okay. and that you're psycho <laughs> i love it i don't expect to be i'm like you and i are cut from the same cloth girl <laughs> doja cat yeah Let's start from the very beginning. Okay. I want all the details. Okay, so this uh, this story involves my boyfriend again. If my brothers were here, they'd be going, beep, 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 beep. Oh, someone's got a boyfriend. Someone's got a boyfriend. Like, fuck me. Like, Do you want to boi- drop your boyfriend's name? Or are we just going to keep him boyfriend? James. There you go. James. Um, okay, so it was funny because after... I did a pop-up last year. And after the pop-up... In London. In London. Not to, like, shag my own arse, but my Insta was popping off. Like, That's not shagging your arse, it was just facts. It was blowing up. So, like, I was not paying attention to my notifications because, like, there were just so many. <laughs> I had so to actually step away from my phone. <laughs> Literally. Guys, I need to take a break from Instagram because I'm just getting <laughs> so Guys, much I'll love on it. in a couple of days. My real friends know how to reach out to me. See you later. Yeah, well, that is, that is the reality of what was happening. And, um, basically, Doja Cat's stylist messaged me saying me and Doja love your stuff and I was like oh sick but like didn't think anything of it because I've had a few experiences with stylists like you stylists they'll name drop their biggest client when actually they're wanting stuff for like a smaller like a less well-known client and did they expect it for free yeah 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 of course course. um that's (laughs) so 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 I just wasn't so I was just like oh my god that's so sick because like I love his work and like I love everything he does but I love Doja Cat but I didn't actually think like she'd actually seen it or like do I mean I just was like oh that's so sick like cool and then um I hadn't seen my boyfriend in like months because I've been like literally working like just like flat out working so we're like walking down like on a walk and I was like I was literally so stressed and he was like Right, like any any like good things to like update me on, like anything but happening. I was like, mm, I was like, let me think. I was like, oh yeah, quite cool. Like Doja Cat stylist meshed me, and he was like, who's Doja Cat? And I was like, mm. what? James. I was like, James. 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 Have you been living under a rock? I know. Literally. Little tent. Tent. <laughs> you little tent. He's been living in a tent. That's the fucking problem. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I said, like, James, what the fuck? Like, so I got up her Insta, and it said the button said follow back. Stop! And I was like, I was like my heart would have dropped. I, and I literally, I saw, I had a tear come down. I was like, oh, <laughs> one I was like, no, single like, you don't know how much tear. this means. And he's like, who the fuck even is this? No, like, oh, James, you don't understand. Go back to your tent. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> go back to your fucking tent, bro. Um, so yeah, I was literally like freaking out, and I was like, oh my god, I was like, oh, Swift, follow back. Hopefully, she doesn't notice that. <laughs> like, hopefully, her Insta's also popping off, so she doesn't quite see that. And <laughs> still hasn't called like, me oh. back. <laughs> I was like, Shit. Um, but anyway, then I messaged her. She replied. Uh, well, no, I think I put up a story being like, oh my God. And I like added her in the story. Like, don't you guys follow me? And she replied like, heart, heart, heart. Um, anyway, we've had a few combos. Like, I'm not even kidding. She's she's so nice. Like, she like replies and shit. Like, it's actually mad. Um, I mean, well, having said that recently, I, I sent her my whole new collection. I was like, I'd love to send you stuff. Sina not replied. But <laughs> she's a busy girl. <laughs> she, she's, yeah, she's probably she's playing, is, she, is she at Coachella right now? Probably. Probably. I don't fucking follow her, so I wouldn't know now. I do that. I do that. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, fucking unfollow um, But no, so I basically, uh, I, it was hard because like, I wanted, I don't think I would have sent as much stuff if I hadn't been speaking to her directly because like, 
sometimes i don't know with stylists like you don't really know how much you're gonna get back like it could you could literally they could just start ignoring you or you yeah. could like i don't know get like a big opportunity from it because i've been speaking to her directly i was like right i'm just gonna go all out like th- that's obviously a fucking huge opportunity yeah so i literally made like two custom dresses for her she she told me uh, a hat and leg warmer she wanted so i included those made a matching custom dress made another custom dress the custom dresses were amazing <laughs> they were so funny talk yeah. about that talk basically and um, so i have this like a uh, maxi dress which has like um my friend Faye on it like her face is on it so i was like right i'm gonna do a custom that with pictures of doja cat and obviously she posts like piss takey photos on mm-hmm. instagram all the time of her like looking kind of shit but it's like really really funny yeah. so i was like right i'll do one serious one where she like looks like really sick and then i'll do one kind of jokey one where which i think she'll prefer and like yeah. i actually really liked that one it's some so people sick. some people did not get it they were like why the hell would you like and I was just well, they like, don't know doja cat like, yeah exactly doja cat. i was like this might like tickle her a bit like she might find this funny um so i sent it all and I was just, and then I also posted a TikTok from it. Yeah, that and went. That wild. popped off, which was like, which I was really happy about because I was like, if nothing comes from this, like at least I've got this TikTok. It is, but it's been a good like opportunity for content. Mm-hmm. So posted that, that that did really well. I mean, some of the comments, geez, like TikTok, fuck me. People are like, like she sh- like she should be paying you all this. Like, to be fair, I get it. Like, obviously she's got loads of money, but like she didn't ask me for all that stuff. Like, it was my choice because mm-hmm. I was there. Like, this could be like a huge payoff for me. So I'm just yeah. gonna like go full out. And like, yeah, it was like a day of work and like a hundred quid, like, like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it is what it is. Um, unfortunately, she didn't end up wearing the stuff. But the, the thing I'm trying to like realize is I basically sent it to her stylist because I wasn't just going to ask her for adre- her address because like mm-hmm. I'm assuming she's not going to give out her yeah. address. So I basically just messaged, I was like, okay, cool. I'll sort this with Brett. Like I messaged him, got his address, shipped it. And then I messaged him being like, just checking like you've given the stuff over and he didn't reply. And then I messaged her being like, just checking, like, you received the stuff. And she didn't reply. So I don't even know if she got it. Okay. Um, But look, like, as I said, people on TikTok were, like, basically bashing her, saying she should pay you. But, like, it was absolutely my decision to send Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And, um... The, it, it paid off through the tiktok anyway so. and she follows you on instagram i know so and she's nice yeah she was honestly so nice she's like in caps like i sent her pictures of the stuff before i sent she's like omg like so obsessed like all the shit i was like ah, like i, rem- I was did freaking your mom out not send her a voice note or something no you're thinking of someone else there's another brand like an irish designer oh, who sorry. does hats it's- as well she she um she sent herself and she actually she actually wore it and tagged oh r.i.p r.i.p she's probably watching this well, so Doja, yeah exactly come on girl well the thing is she obviously does like wear and tag like she's not she's not against doing that no, so i'm wondering if I, she has got it or not but i think she's re- just probably really sad and wants to like support yeah yeah small- i mean she follows so many like small creatives i wonder and, like, if she did receive it then who knows? i think you should send them another message yeah what are they gonna do exactly could, i mean she could still wear it like you knows? never know so, but i did love that dress it was sick it was funny. you could do like would you ever think of doing like a, just like a drop like that like custom dresses like that the thing is i got loads of messages about it but i'm trying not to do anything custom because it's just like the amount of time you have to put in and like it's not really the most mm-hmm. um like financially like yeah. smart thing to do unless you're charging like crazy amounts which i mean for like that kind of style of dress although it does have a print on it i probably couldn't charge like 500 quid for that are you so, comfortable talking about money yeah <laughs> go on it depends what you're gonna ask right go obviously you're 20 turn 24 again in yeah. two days how much money have you made from this so here's the thing it depends per month like i can have a really really good month and then the next month i can have like 
a bit of a shit month so mm-hmm. if i'm being totally real the past two months have actually been like re- quite dead for me okay um i mean february and march are always pretty dead like i was anticipating it but what i decided to do was like because also over the past few months i'm i've been going through this kind of weird transitional period where i'm basically trying to take my brand from like hand making everything to order mm-hmm. to um getting everything made which obviously i have to be like two collections ahead and like i have to get all the tech packs and stuff ready for my existing products that i'm now getting made for the manufacturers so like that's taken up loads of my time which i've not spent pushing on like uh out on content and stuff um basically last summer so summer's like my best time you i'll do, just say um you can tell us your best month i'll just say like there there have been months where i've done five figures but also there have been months like the past two months that have been like fairly shit. So it really does depend. And like five figures. Yeah, but like then, oh, but here's the thing shit. as well. I'm not even taking a salary at this point. Like uh. literally I'm like obviously I take I take out money for my rent and stuff, but like I live such a cheap lifestyle because I wanna put everything back into the business. So really like I literally buy nothing. I don't go out for meals. Like my lifestyle is like not like fucking glamorous <laughs> at all because i'm literally and especially because i'm in that transitional period where i'm like going from making everything myself to having it all made like i need so much money for stock once i've got that stock and i can like push mm. out content and like sell it i'm fine but like right now like i i couldn't uh link with a manufacturer until i'd like built up enough capital to be able to like uh-huh. put it onto stock which has been like really really stressful like basically getting rid of like basically most of the money i have like in my business account that's basically been the reality uh-huh. of it over the past couple of months have you got anyone um, working for you so i have part-time people mm-hmm. i've got part-time seamstress um i did have a part-time like intern um but yeah i i actually last summer when it got so so busy i had like three people coming into my flat working every single day which was insane and then that was frustrating because it popped off like more than i anticipated after my pop-up and I didn't have the infrastructure in place to fulfill the orders. So I'm yeah. actually sat like at the pop-up till scrolling through all the orders. Like, fuck, like I literally had like 80 orders in a day and I was like, I'm going to have to make all of these when I'm back. Cause I, um, obviously I'm buzzing, but I'm also like shit, 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 shit. And like that, um, three months after that two or three months, literally like I got so ill. I like was doing over like 17 hours plus a day, seven days a week, just like, and I'd wake up every day and I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, I need a rest. I need a rest. But I just had like no choice. Like, mm-hmm. I used to not drink coffee. And then I literally got into coffee. There, I didn't even have a coffee machine. So I'd go to the cafe, buy like four iced coffees, just put them in the fridge and just chug them during the day for energy. Like, I like I was literally, I had like, I got nothing left. Like, I had, <laughs> I had nothing left. But I just like, and also like, I was asking advice from this other um, woman. Woman? I hate saying woman, but I don't want to say girl if they're like in their 30s or whatever. Yeah. But she basically, um, this woman, uh, she also like had her own business. So I asked her like, I don't know what to do. Like I've been like blacking out at my sewing machine. Like I'm literally like, I've been doing this. Blacking for, like, out? Yeah. I've been doing this for like two months, but like I don't want to shut off my website because I'm like, I'm getting money in. Like I need, to, and I want to go into manufacturing. Like I need this capital. Um so I was just like what do I do and she was like suck it up and just fucking keep going and I was like yeah you're so right I was like you're so right like I didn't want to hear that I wanted her to be like no it's fine like take a break take everything off your site like and and she was like bro like you started a business like if you want to make it big like suck it up and keep going and I was like you're so right she's like get on that coffee I was like yeah okay buying these iced coffees like putting them in the fridge just chugging them yeah it was um 
like and it was it was a, it was actually a really really hard time like that's fucking yeah, insane yeah i've like literally i had like um periods of time where last year where um i literally didn't see a single other human being for over a month emmy yeah you were blacking <laughs> yeah. out at the sewing yeah. machine living off yeah. of iced coffees all day and didn't see another human for a month yeah yeah for over a month but like here's the thing it's so here's hard you should all get into fashion well, <laughs> but this is the whole thing it's like this oh it's so hard because like i feel bad like even talking about that because no, i'm because there, like people need to see the truth yeah. you know what i mean it's not glam exactly it's a graph. No, no. oh god it's literally not glam at all like, if people saw my daily life they'd be like that's so dead i'd be like yeah it's fucking shite mate <laughs> now nah, obviously no i do really enjoy it but like there's all this chat about like toxic hustle culture uh-huh. and thing is like <laughs> get your fucking ass up <laughs> no, and work we've all got the same 24 hours in a day guys 24 hours in a day no, no. like in fact the opposite like i actually fundamentally fundamentally completely agree with like anti-capitalist like anti-work arguments because like the fact that we're literally on like a floating rock in infinite space and we're all working five days a week just to have two days off like that's fucked like that is literally it's a joke so fucked like i and i and i completely agree with that the problem that i have is that I'm, I'm a hustler i low-key like <laughs> love working um and part of me is they're like i know for a fact that like if i go on instagram and I, or like on this podcast like if i'm talking about how like right now i do between like 12 and 15 hours per day but like i don't work seven days a week anymore like it's more balanced but like i do like really really long days and i almost feel bad speaking about that because i know it's not a balanced lifestyle and i know it's not really a healthy lifestyle so i'm like oh should i should i be like talking about that but at the end of the day if i sat here and i said to you oh yeah like um you can definitely start a business and only work 40 hours a week like that's just a lie mm-hmm. like and th- and that's why starting a business isn't for everyone and that's also completely fine like just because someone's like hustling and working hard it doesn't mean they're like better or more interesting or like deserve more like you absolutely don't like Mm -hmm. everyone each path everyone decides to take is completely valid um so i think people just need to be mindful of like if you do want to start a business that is kind of the reality people aren't going to show the shit parts on social media so you're going to see all these like people that are like my five to nine before my nine to five on tiktok yeah that's not for you it's not for you yeah exactly like you don't need to go to platies at five in the morning yeah then come back get your kids up then start your bloody (laughs) business like literally chill like don't compare yourself to other people but can i just ask yeah how the fuck is your mental health (laughs) to be fair it's actually fine i will say my mental health is worse when i'm not having like a busy month like i like no just because no the pressure like (laughs) i find you fascinating (laughs) i want to be in your brain no but just like when, when i'm when my brand's like doing really really well i don't mind like what that comes with like the like lack of sleep like lack of like social life lack of seeing people i don't care because like i'm like i want this to be successful so badly like Mm. i can't even tell you like this is literally like something i've always wanted and like i will work until like it is there like um so the months where it's a bit dry and like i actually have time to relax is when i'm not relaxing like uh february and march have been like pretty dry months just because it's just just dry and also like i made the decision because i've got like loads of things happening this summer i've got like two drops influencer collab like all this stuff i'm like right i could be doing like a couple of tiktoks and like getting a few more sales like in february and march or i could spend all my time like getting everything ready for my summer drops like all my stock made up everything ready so like in summer i can just continuously like smash out content and i don't have to do any making like anything like that um so that's kind of been like my plan so it's definitely like i have taken a hit the past couple of months especially because i've seen so much money go out my bank account Mm -hmm. for like all this stock but 
I guess it's just the name of the game, isn't it? Just it's gotta, gonna be worth it in the end. Yeah, I hope Mate, so. You're the hardest worker I've ever met in my life. And I fucking love it. Terea, like I live with my cousin right now, and he was like, I don't know what I thought you were up to, but it wasn't this. Like <laughs> I kind of just thought it was just this cutesy fashion thing. That oh, you that did. is banger. Like, well, like, I, he didn't say it like that, but he kind of, he kind of just thought I was just doing this because, like, thing is, from the out, from the offset, offset it looks like really fun like when I post like a day in life like I'm going to a podcast I'm going to shoot like it looks so fun when actually like loads of it is just like up to 1am uh-huh. making the exact same thing again and again and again replying to emails like the reality of it is is that like it's not as we said that glamorous but he was like fuck me like I've never seen anybody like smash out work this yeah. much and I was like but here's the thing also like a lot of people want to start a business so that they can relax like later, later down on. the line and Completely. that's that's kind of my plan like I do think like the harder I work now the more I'll be able to like just chill out a bit later I know on. I love that for you yeah. you deserve it yeah thanks put your feet up dog <laughs> I'll Jesus. probably fucking drop dead at like, <laughs> yeah, no, from a heart attack she's just gonna die outside St. Martin's <laughs> as a statement <laughs> I just respect the grind so much like yeah. wow I was not expecting it this when you came on yeah sorry no i'm absolutely i'm intense i feel no. like you have to have like an intense personality yeah but, like, of course the thing is do you want to know something funny like my whole life i've been so obsessive so for example i read like a twilight book when i was like maybe like 12 and like i couldn't just be like oh i like this it was like i'm fucking obsessed with twilight i'm a vampire <laughs> yeah literally i so i wouldn't eat iron because i wanted to have paler skin because i wanted to look like like one of the colors i literally had like posters all, i had a robert pattinson calendar that i slept with every single night like i would like cuddle the calendar i would like switch like the days i'm like oh my god it's literally so bad i had like in dt at school we would make all the shit and all mine would have robert pattinson on it like i was absolutely obsessed Every single night before bed, I'd like put on Someone Like You by Adele and listen to it every single night and think about how I was never going to meet him and all the shit. Yeah, proper, like, proper, just like intense vibes. Like, I, I just, and I, I would go through like obsessions. So then I became obsessed with like Miley Cyrus and like, I couldn't just like something like a normal person. Like, it. I had to like literally become obsessed with it, which I realized like. So you've got an addictive person. Yeah, exactly. I absolutely do. To be fair, what you're wearing right now is giving the Breaking Dawn part two. Um, <laughs> the vampires when they go to the snow. I love it. What are they? I'll take that. What are they called? I the don't vul- know. The vul- vulture or something? No, no, that's the no. people that are bad. Oh, sorry. That's when they go and ask them for help because oh, they've sorry. got their little devil. Fuck me, chairs. I'm not even a real fan. I've yeah, like, moved know. on, mate. I've <laughs> yeah. moved on. Yeah, I'm on to bigger I'm things. I'm obsessed mate. with sewing now. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. <laughs> no, honestly, I would just respect the guy so much. And, and I love how honest you're being about all of it. People need to hear this. Like, yeah. I'm, like, but but listen, like I, as I said, like I by no means think that this is like the right way to live or like oh no, oh, not like at all. yeah, it's just people like, aren't gonna think you're saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not at all. You're literally. I'm, I don't think anyone's listening to this going like that's a bit of me. Mate. <laughs> Goals, mate. Oh, Everyone's like, I, I, turn this I don't want to see online. anyone for a month, and I want to black out my sewing machine. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. Fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from all of this. Yeah. Let's talk about the good parts. Yes, let's do it. Apart from that, you, you're now followed by Doge Cat. You've got that. Yeah. You Your TikToks are going well. I saw something about Vogue. What was about that? That was actually a joke. I don't oh. know why. I don't know why, like, it's because people weren't watching till the end. That's the problem with my TikTok audience currently. They switch off after, like, two seconds. But how long 
are your videos well that one was quite long i yeah, literally i was people, like i said to my cousin i was like this is gonna pop off and well, yeah it did not yeah no i just wouldn't recommend posting anything over a minute now people yeah. can't hack it yeah like to be right, i can't hack it so no, like as yeah. a fucking when i'm scrolling two seconds i could board, literally so. be like watch something like it's like and this person was murdered with, with an axe and like dismembered i'm like boring <laughs> <laughs> on to the next oh a fluffy dog how cute and that's a three second video class that'll do yeah, me yeah. So, I mean, but back to the good stuff yeah what do you have coming up girl so exciting times exciting times i basically am experimenting with doing more frequent smaller drops mm-hmm. so tomorrow i've got my website shoot for a bunch of new pieces this hat included this skirt included go to the youtube yeah exactly get to the website and we should do a sort code uk yeah use code no codes no 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 no. i mean i actually am about to have like a big sale like coming up before my next drop what day is that we'll make sure um there's no date currently planned because the thing is i'm moving next week which is like why everything's a little bit up in the air because i need to wait till i'm like a bit settled and then i'll just keep an eye on mc yeah just just keep an eye just keep an eye just press on your favorites on on the gram on the gram and then you'll see it all or sign up to our mailing list anyway keep going (laughs) plug 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 (laughs) um but yeah so we've got like a sale coming up um i've just finished and we're shooting tomorrow like a new mini drop where we've got like a bunch of stuff we've done previously that's been sold out or like new colorways of our like most popular pieces and then in a a couple months after that in midsummer we've got like all new pieces like a drop never seen before like all new stuff also have a collab coming out with magda i don't know if you know her she's like a fashion influencer she's so sick um so we've been working on that and that should be out in the summer as well. So yeah, lots of stuff you have coming so up. So much going on. Yeah, but it's all good. I'm on top of it. Don't worry. Get the ice coffees in, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't need the bed. <laughs> those fucking Lucasade, like have you seen those new Lucasades that are like it's like Stay away yeah. from those. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well now I fucking am. I'm off it. I'm off it. Yeah. You know what you should get? You should get an Apple Watch and watch your heart rate. Uh, Jesus, I don't you, think I want to. I, yeah, I'd go. I'd have a panic attack looking at your heart rate. Fuck's sake. Oh, uh, the thing is, I don't actually. I've not done exercise in like five years because I just have like no hobbies and like don't have so any time. Slim. It's probably the stress. <laughs> ice coffee's the stress <laughs> diet no no one take that um, as a real diet like, my mom's Seriously. like you need to get your heart rate up like you need to be like you don't need your heart rate I'm up like, no, i think i'm all right you know like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you do to like unwind work to be fair well, yeah well here's the thing so i'm currently working towards a more balanced lifestyle for sure because like mm-hmm. thing is i don't know if you know grace beverly she's love yeah, grace love beverly she's um, I, I love her. She's amazing. She, I really look up so, to her. She's so and she's inspiring. so aware. Yeah. Like, she's not a twat. Yeah, and I exactly. Love that. No, no. She's really inspiring. Like, and her I read her book, Working Hard, Hardly Working. The funny thing is, is I worked, I read the whole Working Hard section and then I read a couple pages. Of <laughs> You're like, uh, boring. Writing. I was like, I'll just leave that. <laughs> but no, but legitimately, like, I know for a fact that, like, my brain is not operating at, like, capacity because, like, I've, I've got burnout for sure. So when I move, like, once I've moved into my new gaff, I just want to like basically work on like I want to work the same amount but just try to do it more efficiently. You look and so good for someone that's so over. I'm fine, honestly. To be fair, I've just I've just had a few days off. I've been in Inverness, you know. Yeah, been, gorge, been gorge chilling, Inverness. Been chilling in Inverness. That's the place. No, no, you go honestly, to I feel like this is like I am actually totally fine. By the yeah. way, like no one needs to like ring anyone <laughs> or like be concerned. I am totally fine. Like this is all like my choice. Like <laughs> and thing is, I have like I have complete control over what I do. Like I could easily just cut off my like shut off my website for a week if I yeah, wanted to. Yeah, of course. To. So like I'm absolutely in control, but it's just like I make the decision to 
just absolutely this like, is what you want to do and I respect that um but yeah but basically I, I do want to try and achieve more balanced lifestyle for sure like I do know that I need to be like getting out the house like I'm gonna go for like a morning walk I'm gonna do like meal prep and stuff just so that I'm like more organized and I'm not wasting any time and I'm just prep the coffees yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, I'm in the fridge <laughs> just use my time like as effectively as possible basically so like I definitely I'm bad at taking evenings off but I do try like these days I have been taking like weekends off for sure so like it's fine I'm fine it's good that you're <laughs> I- I'm fine <laughs> I'm fine it's some more if you're listening <laughs> but this is good that like you're not see look now you know that you want to relax at some point yeah at least you know that at yeah. least you're seeing like the end goal is there's going to be a point where i'm going to be able to actually chill and the business exactly. can take off and i will not have to be like there all the time exactly. working until three in the morning at least you know that's the end goal because if you were there like i'm gonna work into my 80s i'd be like yeah. girl yeah. it's time for therapy no no for sure for sure <laughs> i'm contacting yeah. your mother I, the thing is i definitely like i i write like I, i'm self-aware i'm self-aware and i definitely recognize the fact that like i have a toxic relationship with work because even something like when i'm doing a content day for me because that's actually fun i don't classify it as work so like for example i'm meant to be having like this week off but i'm doing like three shoots and this because i'm just like but if that's, that's what you'd like to do for fun and yeah. like you're actually enjoying it and it's like a way of you being like oh like okay, yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. A bit. Then i don't see anything wrong with that and also it's benefiting your business do you know it's what I mean? true but then the bad thing is is then i'm like in my head like you've not worked enough like you've not done enough work that because no, that is that's like, that's bad because that's that, so bad yeah. i get that yeah literally everyone gets it it's yeah. awful like see this like this is basically work for me but i'm fucking loving it yeah exactly it. Hey, and then it. you'll probably go off after this and you've not felt like you've worked so then well, i'll come like, away from this being like well i'm going nowhere <laughs> literally I'll come, the amount of times i say to finley i'm like finley ah i'm fucked and he's like shut up or even like my flatmate i'm always this rage i'm like do you think i'm gonna make it and she's you like you are that's, that's you know the thing. i always doubt myself and then other times look at myself now and i'm like you're literally gonna be the biggest podcast in the whole world now you gotta have the confidence and to be fair i get that as well like i'm there i doubt myself all the time but to be fair okay right i hate to i hate to like give Kanye a bit of a compliment here but I'm going to mate I hate you're to do it I the hate fourth to do it. person on my podcast no, I, yeah, the, Kanye. the episode I listened to one of yours I listened to it was like you guys spoke about Kanye we won't have to go into it but God, honestly he is a when I, constant in my yeah, life bro, like fuck me um he he's a, he's, a, he's a cunt can I say cunt of course you can right. you've got a cunt ring on doesn't he's a proper, oh yeah he's a proper <laughs> cunt um but no did you watch his documentary no, because I purely was like, I can't be honest. Yeah, fair. But basically, is it, oh, like, my point was... Basically, has, masterpiece. <laughs> he is amazing. No, he basically, like, when he was trying to make it, his attitude was just like, like, I'm going to make it. Like, there's no option for me to not make it. And I feel like if you have that mindset, you're probably more likely to make it. All of my guests have had this mindset. Really? All, haven't they? They've all had this mindset of, you need to be delusional like yeah, and yeah. the thing is i'm delusional but then other days i'm not i'm like you're pathetic and other days i'm like <laughs> i am literally the best thing on this earth <laughs> it yeah. is there's no one yeah, between no, there's that. no one between it it's, it's but then you have to be you know what yeah. i mean like actually that sounds so cocky not the best thing on this no, earth no, no, i'm gonna be going no, places do you, do you want to hear a really really bad story oh uh, right, so, mate i honestly bro, don't think you can shot me anymore but, go is, for it. No, but this is actually funny this isn't like like concerning um, <laughs> as if everything else hasn't been concerning <laughs> no i'm saying this isn't concerning oh right okay okay um no no uh, so i'm kind of the same like it's like god complex or like i'm a piece of shit like there's no <laughs> in between and i was on hol- oh this is actually so bad oh I, buzzing i was on holiday with my family last year and oh god set the scene and Where? okay so we're on holiday and i'm wearing like i basically planned 
all my outfits because I was like, I'm going to get content each day in like one of my outfits. So I basically would come to dinner way more extra than everyone else. Like people are just wearing shorts and t-shirt. I'm there like in the fade dress, like available online now. And um, I basically come to dinner. I'm wearing like heels, like a dress, like all this. Like I'm, I'm like sticking out of it. So I'm like, yeah, everyone's loving this. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> let's go sit down. And this woman comes up to me and she's like, excuse me, um, could I bother you for a photo? And I was like, <sighs> and I was like sitting at a table with my whole family. I've got like three siblings, my mom and dad. I was like, oh, um, I know where this is going. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, sure. Like I could like, do you want me to like sit down? Or like, I could stand up, like I could go like that. Like, and she's like, Oh no, like, could you just say the word of me and my husband? Oh my god. And I was like, uh, and I was like, oh no. And my whole family were like, oh, you are like a disease. I was like, I was like, oh god. And then, like, I tried to play it off, and she was like, do you want me to get one of you? So I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, oh, that's a joke. That's a joke. I was like, oh, I sat down, and I was like, bro. And they were like, you are the most embarrassing person, like, to ever exist, ever. I was like, oh god like i actually need to like rein it in a bit yeah too much no, but to be fair, if you're wearing like a really cool outfit so, <laughs> i don't, I don't know fair, shit like that always happens to me like i'm the kind of person someone's like hey and i'm like good thanks you then i'm like oh like, <laughs> like i never say the right thing like oh god <laughs> you made me laugh so this is such a good interview <laughs> so bad uh, sorry back to the good stuff right, yeah, we've back gone to back on let's do it let's do it <laughs> so where do you see this all going what's the end goal mm-hmm. apart from being able to relax a little bit yeah what do you want so as i mentioned previously my goal is to scale like mindfully and ethically mm-hmm. i also like a huge goal of mine is to like when i do hire people i really want to try and hire people that may struggle to get into the fashion industry like creative industries are just full of like private school people it is like so brutal yeah. are you private school yeah it's good to address like let's not cosplay oh no like, like i'm it's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah genuinely like sure. we get a absolute Bro, leg and an arm up like 100%, it's ridiculous 100 percent. and also like talking about getting a leg up or whatever when you see all these celebs like kendall jenner and shit who are like no like my family haven't helped me get into oh fuck well, like, like oh my god did i ever see you roman kent being like Honestly, like my oh. dad being in Spandau Ballet and my mum being in some other huge brand, like that had nothing to do with my success. Anyway, back to the record deal I had when I was 15 and I'm still at school. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, how deluded are you? Like, and it's kind of a similar thing to that, like coming from like a privileged background. Like you can accept that you've come from a privileged background and recognize like, oh my God, I've had a leg up in so many ways. Yeah, and you can still have worked hard. Like, it's fine. Like that's what these celebs mm-hmm. don't realize. Like, like Kendall Jenner, like, she thinks that if she says, oh, my family helped me get this job, it means it takes away her hard work. Like, it doesn't. Like, you can but have just acknowledge the, the yeah, fact. Yeah, exactly. And also, with all of, like, this help comes the confidence that other people don't have. I think yeah. that there's a private school confidence that we get yeah, taught. for sure. That I've definitely taken. Like, not that other people aren't confident that didn't go to private school. That's literally not what I'm saying at all. But, like, there is, like, I was confident, like, from the age of 14. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Which is, like... I don't know. I think that's something that's taught. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. we have that, like, also that kind of, like, self-assurance that we will be okay. Yeah, exactly. Do you know well, what that's I mean? The thing, like, and that's <clears throat> the other reason my mum and dad always say to me, they're like, you're so lucky that you could start this business because if everything went to shit, 
you've lost like two grand of your own money and you can move back in with us and like you have a safety net oh completely and, and like I, my mum is my safety net yeah. like we have safety nets yeah exactly other people and do that's not huge like and people because thing is my parents don't know anyone in the fashion industry like all this shit and people think that a lot of like l- like having a leg up is a lot to do with like who you know and da, da, da. but actually even something like so big as a safety net like that people underestimate how privileged you are to have that yeah um, like my mom doesn't know shit about podcasting she's just yeah, some little yeah, french exactly. woman like she's just came over here 20 years ago she's trying to mind her business and then they're like i'm gonna be a podcast she's like you enjoy that babe okay <laughs> literally and i'm there at the bbc hello <laughs> let me in please <laughs> so i'm not pitching out for eight hours <laughs> that's yeah. for sure <laughs> um but no so yeah definitely like I'm like super super privileged even just as I said the fact that I could move home and like yeah yeah and I'm, I too I'm proud of the fact like I've not taken money off my mom and dad for this business but then I recognize have you not no but then they've like given me so much in like so many other ways mm. like and your dad's gonna start yeah. working for you let's talk about yeah. that so my dad just retired what's his name Rob oh, I got Rob Rob um and yeah me and my dad are like super close he's like super like to the point like no shit kind of guy and he challenges me harder than anyone does like he'll pick me up on my shit what I'm doing wrong like he goes we go every year like I I don't get an accountant to do my accounts like me and my dad will do them together because we want to go through like Mm -hmm. just like all the finances like sort out a plan we had a business meeting when we're up in Inverness uh, um, where we basically like planned out like the summer like all this stuff like and to be fair like I'm the boss. Like, yeah. let's not let's not get it clear. Like, he, <laughs> I, I'm the boss. Like, I tell him what to do. But like, I do really value his opinion because like they must be they so proud of you. I mean, yeah, too. It's mad because my parents both aren't like creative in the sense like they don't think they're creative, but actually, like I think they actually think really creatively. But just because mm. they're not good at like art, so your dad's gonna be shit. designing the dresses. Oh is that yeah, <laughs> the Rob dress <laughs> 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 next season. <laughs> so what's he gonna be doing? um so to be honest his prime role is to kind of like keep me in check like he's just kind of like a soundboard for me so like because i've gone from doing so much sewing and like my daily task list would just be like you have to make this 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 is this tick 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 now that i have more time freed up i need to be like strategic with my time and i need to be thinking if i want to scale i need to think of the bigger picture in my everyday like i can't just keep looking at the everyday so we basically have like we're gonna have a meeting like every Wednesday morning where he basically just asks me like right like what are you doing for like two seasons time like mm-hmm. are you like have you got your timeline sorted because like with manufacturers there's lead times all that and he basically is just there to like challenge me okay Chris Jenner like... <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly I am so buzzing like your dad also... sounds glad no, he's such a I'll legend. hire him tell me he's what to do legend, honestly and like he loves coming to like my shoots and stuff oh like my God. he just finds it quite interesting I think like I don't think I think when I first was going into something creative he was a bit like because my sister's my older sister is like a musician I think he's like kind of dying for like someone just to like go work at a please be or a doctor but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on um but now that I've started my business I think he's he's generally excited because he always wanted to start a business and he didn't he's like he hates like taking kind of like risk like do you know what I mean yeah. so he's like he he's didn't like want, go on little yeah, he's one like, you, you do take it, it and I'll just live like through you a little bit but yeah he's like helping me out which that's I'm so your parents for. sound class yeah they're legends for sure that's so nice yeah 
Wow, like it's like you said, like it's amazing you have that safety net because the amount of people that are wanting to do all of this and they do not have yeah. the support of an amazing family, yeah, good boyfriend and everything. It's, yeah, it takes a lot, and that's why like when I do scale, like I want to make sure I'm hiring people from like mm. not just people from fucking like privileged backgrounds, which of is course. like so much of the creative industry. Yeah, and, al- and also uh-huh. just like obviously you can see from like my website that the models I use and stuff like I use a diverse like range of models but if that doesn't translate to like the employees at the company then it's kind of just like bullshit and it's kind of, of like it's like it's kind of like the equivalent of greenwashing yeah. like for example the Jacquemus show like a few years ago I remember the team took like a selfie at the end of the show and although the show had like such a diverse cast of models like the whole team was white and it's just they're like like do you really care about diversity then or is yeah. it just like so it's it looks sure. diverse do you know what I mean so I really want to make sure that as I scale like I'm so mindful of that because that's like, important to me for sure yeah of course it's important to you because you're not a dick yeah <laughs> well, what advice just a psycho <laughs> yeah of course not <laughs> not, you know you're a nice psycho. yeah exactly. exactly I love it <laughs> what advice would you give other people that are maybe want to start their own business or get into the fashion scene I think it's brutal. <laughs> just get over the whole that's get crazy. over yourself yeah, get, get over. your fucking get. ass up and work <laughs> seems like nobody wants to work these days no i think don't get over that whole cringe thing like yeah oh, that's cringe bro i could not be more cringe like if i tried like seriously i'm there like i reach out to people all the time like i'm always i think it's so for example last year i did a collab with depop and that was literally through me mesh like finding the guy in charge of like brand partnerships on instagram uh, sorry, on LinkedIn, meshing him on Instagram, he referred me to someone else, and me just, like, emailing them a few times until they were like, right, yeah, sound. Like, and it ended up happening. I never thought it would actually happen. Mm-hmm. I, or, like, for example, when I did my first pop-up, we'd never done an event before, and I was like, shit, I've got, like, such a tight budget for this. Um, I need to get, like, a drinks partner. Was emailing all these small businesses, thinking, like, there's no way, like, a big brand is ever going to want to partner with mm-hmm. me. Shot an email to Absolute Vodka, and they replied, like, yeah, sound will send you like 400 cans or whatever I that's was like, insane so like if you don't ask you don't get and like but also maybe big businesses like that like when mm. small businesses reach out to first off they're like love the confidence for doing that and second like it's fun like yeah. what you're doing is like something that like absolute most can like i mean it's like what are they can know about fashion they're like yeah fuck it do it exactly it. and also if you're having like an influencer event think the reach of like everyone at that event and it's mm-hmm. just for like a few cans which to them is like like doesn't cost anything mm. so, so like, take risks yeah exactly just go for it don't care about cringe because now that you mentioned about cringe maybe that's another reason why quite a few people leave scotland mm. is because of like the whole cringe oh, culture sure. like yeah. i'd like really cared at the start and i could not give a shit like yeah. i'm like I'm i don't know if it's gonna... because scotland's like smaller so everyone is everyone so everyone talks or like but there's that definitely exists. Oh like, yeah, no, there people, is a cringe culture, and yeah. like that's maybe a lot a reason why quite a lot of people do leave Scotland, and that's even more of a shame because we have so much potential here. So yeah. why are you shitting on everyone and being like that's so cringe, that's so yeah, cringe. and what? Just let them live their lives. And also, I mean? like, would you rather be the cringe person or the person who cringes? I'd rather be the cringe person. So I'd it's rather more fun be the existence. Yeah, it is because you're just loving your life, and this person's just like, being an hey. absolute gimp. Yeah, <laughs> being a gimp, enjoying life, and also the person that cringes is like, well, you must have nothing exciting going on in your life. Yeah, that's what you're just hate your vibes for sure. Yeah, but to be fair, I think it's probably better now. Like it was very. Oh, it was obviously back in the day. Like so I started close. a fashion blog when I was 16 because I was like, when I leave school, like I know I want to start a brand, so it'd be really useful if I could have like a pre-existing online audience for like when I leave. So I was trying to like get into like blogging and shit. 
it didn't really work but like i still update my blog like every week and yeah it was like there was pushback for sure oh yeah 100% yeah. like i didn't do anything that was that creative in school because i was so scared of like the backlash from people like even just like there was a kid near below me who posted singing covers on youtube literally slated Rinsed, yeah. called all like the awful words that you could possibly yeah, imagine it's a like shame. yeah it's such a shame it discourages people and also like kids are brutal like they're nasty oh and i'm hoping it's a bit better now but yeah i i reckon it is like and also because online is such like a huge thing i was gonna say i think tiktok more mm. more and more kids are using tiktok now so it's like less cringe it's like i'm mm, just making a tiktok yeah. you know? so maybe people are gonna be more creative i hope so hopefully hopefully I mean, this has been so nice. Thanks for having me. I've loved every minute of this. Very chilled, actually. <laughs> Man, I didn't realize. Sweating though. Yeah, that's fair enough. Some Martin shirt. I'm wearing a grey top as well. Not the one. I didn't realize how like we were. <laughs> I'm just pals now. I held back it's, my psychotic. It's stuff. kind of mad because like I've literally never met you. Now I feel like I feel like we're pals. I feel like we're pals. We met you like fucking an hour ago. When you're next up, we'll go for we. For sure. Ice coffee. Yeah, fucking decaf. <laughs> I'm taking you out on a walk. I'm taking you into the wilderness. <laughs> we'll go to you. I'm taking your phone off you. I'm like, look at the trees, girl. <laughs> Touch the trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Brad. And go on Emmy Studios and Instagram. And do you want to plug your own Instagram? Or do you not nah, want to nah, use nah. it? I'll, I'll plug Emmy uh, Studios on TikTok. Emmy three underscores studios on Insta. And I think just Emmy Studios. On, I'm, I'm into Pinterest now. <gasps> I love Pinterest. Think? I'll follow you on, on Pinterest. I don't really Get do that. Pinterest. I just get lots of inspiration from yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, we're on Pinterest. And also, if you want my gorgeous green hat that yes. I'm about to purchase, go on. It's going to be taken off really soon. Yeah, they're going to be discontinued soon. But these ones are about to come out. So keep an eye. Just in time nice. for summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Scotland>. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>